baby. We in here, yeah, we in here. We been... Y'all better get comfortable with saying black. We in here, yeah, we in here. Black versus the Board of Education. Yeah. We, we, in here, yeah, we in here, we in here. That's why we are indeed a whole mood. That's it. So what? apparently oh, we were on mute the whole time. Bro, I don't know, good. Tevin. Bruh. Oh my that was all. That was all so genuine. That oh, sucks. Oh <laughs> my goodness! Run that back for me. Hit it with the air horns, please. Oh, man. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Black versus the Board of Education. My name is Miss Lorene, and I welcome you into this space. <laughs> As always, I am the captain of the ship, and I'm going to wait for Carlos to join virtually. I sent the link to Brandon, so if Brandon could send that link to Carlos, we'll go ahead and get that party started. But Miss Anaya is here visiting us all the way from Washington, D.C.'s Howard University. Hey, Miss Anaya. I'm here from Howard visiting. <laughs> and she's trying to get herself together because this is so awkward because we just spent the whole last, I don't know, five Three. minutes yeah. um, talking to each other. Um, yeah, I exactly. Adrian, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> and I heard you beat your sickness. <laughs> I did. How did you know? Beat my sickness. We'll call. Okay. Push it that way. Okay, push it that way. We appreciate you. Uh Miss Keela. Hey girl. Hey. Hey, it's your girl Keela. I'm doing really good. I'm gonna say the same thing I said before. It's my birthday on Sunday. Woo woo. Uh, and, and I heard I wasn't invited because y'all are gonna be outside. We're gonna be outside this weekend. And apparently I don't go outside the way they go outside, and I'm gonna take their word for like I said, it. I'll, I'll show you a picture. I appreciate like, that. Like I, I said, <laughs> my phone will not be on. <laughs> Wait, are you going outside too? I will be. Attending. You will be outside. I will. I will people. I, I I am twenty one and up. I will you know, be attending outside two, university. Two, times two. <laughs> <laughs> I will be attending outside university. Okay, um, that's it. 
Okay. But uh, my name is Jalen. Um, I'm kind of sad. My Lions lost on Thanksgiving. Um, horns. But you know, no, 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 horn, no horns. No horns. Oh, no horns. My God. Never no mind. horns. But. <laughs> But you know, it's 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 a tradition at this point. You know, okay. Um, we lost the last nine Thanksgiving, so I mean, oh, it's a tradition. I guess so. That's what I heard. That's that. mm-hmm. We ain't won a Thanksgiving Why game, huh? Why is that tradition? <sighs> Family. Oh, so you got you was born into it. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love. Okay. That. Yeah, but yeah. Oh. It triggered me. Okay. Oh. And that's amazing because today we're talking about triggers, which segue. is part six of our mindfulness series. <laughs> and and you know, um, and I did I did see that Carlos is not going to be joining us because he is actually in court about to advocate for a couple of his youth. So we're gonna oh, send him now. some positive vibes. Do we got the magic sound? Where's that? I need I need some positive vibes. There you mm. go. We're just gonna send that over to him and hopefully when he gets a break maybe he'll pop in and say hey to y'all maybe not um but we're talking about triggers today and i have to i have to be honest i was triggered before i walked in here because i was on the phone with yet another set of parents from a particular high school on the north end of our city um and it has to do with title nine and for those of you who don't know what title nine is that's like some sexual harassment sexual assault type type complaint and this particular one really ticked me off because I'm going to ask you as fellas. Uh, I'm not going to ask the ladies because I don't think we do this. Um, but do you, what when y'all be walking around and you put your hands in your pants, what does that mean? What Are y'all trying to say something, signal something, do something to somebody? What, is, what does that mean? No. Hands cold. Yeah, my hands cold. Really? Scratch. Your hands is cold. Yeah, or I just scratch or something. You know, you just yeah, walk around and you just be like, it's the same as like putting your hands in your pockets. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's the same as putting your hands in your pockets. Yeah. Yeah, so this 10th grader over at one of the area high schools uh, was talking to uh, some teacher on campus and he had his hands in his pants and she filed a sexual harassment complaint yes. on him. I'm not vibing with that. And so I'm triggered I'm because not with that. I also understand that this particular teacher has three other boys that she's filed a Title IX on as well. Black boys. So then that makes me think back because, you know, when things trigger you, you start you start to figure out other incidents that may have happened that brings this memory or this traumatic event to to life, right? And so I always think Emmett Till, right? I always think of these women, like the one that started the uh, Tulsa race riots. She said that that man looked looked at her, winked at her, whistled her. Somebody's right. always doing something. So I'm trying to figure out why these particular women think these black boys want them so much. And so I'm triggered today, if I can be totally honest, because I don't understand people who misuse the system. I don't understand women, old women who want to live out their fantasies on young boys. I don't understand women who think all these little young boys want them. So I'm just having a moment. Y'all going to have to excuse me um, because I don't like when people come after our kids. (laughs) That's a little weird. That's weird. And I, you know, I happened to look up her Facebook page and I'm not going to say her name yet. I might drop it one day. And I'm looking at her and she doesn't appear to be married. She looks like she has a little a little pet. And I'm trying to think, is she just bored? Dog or cat? It's a dog, but oh, still. Wait, 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 wait. Don't do okay, you can be triggered, but don't do nothing about them dogs now. No, no, no. I'm just saying it wasn't a cat because I had a whole lot of things I associate cats and older okay. women okay. with, okay. too. Okay, okay. That's all. It's okay. a dog, but still. I'm okay. just trying to figure out why they think these men want them so much. And then I started thinking back to our conversation last week where we talked about another man who is behaving badly oh, or has goodness. been behaving badly for quite some time, it appears. Um, and he was at your homecoming. Yeah, the jig is up. (laughs) So I'm just trying to figure out life right now. Uh, were you excited to see him? Okay, no, I was excited for the money we got, but not to see him. Wait, wait, now tell me about this money. Um, Uh, I guess last year he pledged to give us a million dollars, and this year he brought a check on stage. How much was it? Because he gonna have to get a refund to pay that balance to Cassie. It was a million, but allegedly. Yeah, but even when he walked on stage, everyone was like, "It's Diddy," and I was like, "Boo, no." (laughs) Yeah, boo. I did. I never really liked him. Now, why? 
Now, because I, I was listening mm -hmm. to y'all talking. Y'all yeah, know a lot more than I know, oh, got... apparently, because y'all be in people business. I don't be in people business. Shout out TikTok, man. So shout out to TikTok. Talk to me, uh, because you sound a little triggered when oh. you were talking about it, because I read all, what is it, 30, 35 pages of the complaint against yeah. him. Um, there were a lot of things that um, were concerning, to say the least. Um, they were infuriating. Um, they were sad. And then I wonder, and let me stop talking. You, you tell me. <laughs> well, I think I'm gonna pass this to Keila because Keila no. know a whole. She no. know a whole lot. Okay, you go first. Then I didn't like him because he has something to do with Tupac's death. Never allegedly. Mm -hmm. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah, you got to say allegedly yeah. because unless it's proven, you can't be just out here just being all willy nilly with your language. So allegedly. He had something to do with that. Okay. What's your issue? All I'm going to say is Uptown Records, almost everybody died. There's three out of five that died. And that's not allegedly. That's facts. And right? that's facts. Okay. Over what? Heart attacks. And pneumonia. And pneumonia. Hmm. And so are you a con conspiracy theorist? Uh oh. Conspiracy? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I seen the facts. You seen the facts from whom? I looked it up on TikTok. TikTok. Yes. Come on, TikTok with the research. Uh-huh. But <laughs> TikTok also provides documents uh -huh. of everything, right? Okay. So I did look into it before I spoke. Because I yeah. was like, you But know, make sure you add allegedly. Exactly. Right? So allegedly. Okay. But yes, so because we ain't no gossip show. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But okay. but facts is three out of five members are dead from Uptown Records. Mm -hmm. Al B was in a coma for what, two months? Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. About. About. Allegedly. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Diddy had something happen to him, but he miraculously recovered. Mm. So I just think that's very interesting. You think it's interesting. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, what's your take on it? You've been sick all week. You've been paying attention? I thought Diddy was a good guy this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I didn't know oh, what they talking about. He, I thought he was a good producer. <laughs> take uh, that. Take that. <laughs> okay. But you know what's crazy about that? Though? What? Like, um, so... I'm into like singing shows. And, uh -huh. like, he was on this show called The Four. Okay. And so, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So, everybody literally, I went back because I was like, I watched The Four and like I didn't know so much. I definitely knew that like I heard he was like bad, but I didn't know what for. I didn't take time to do my research or anything. So, I had like no real opinion on him when mm -hmm. I was watching the show. But then I looked back and like all on YouTube and like even from years ago when the show came out, it was like, oh yeah, F Diddy. Da -da 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 -da. Uh -huh. He's a bad person. Like, we're not going to talk about Kim Porter, though, and all this oh. stuff. So that's why I was like, it's just crazy, like, looking back now. And it's like, oh, wow. Like, people, been it's been a it. thing. Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. just not as known because, you know, like, people don't look into it. Or, like, you know, it's just not. Do you think that it's because people think it's not their business, though? No. Because I think a lot of people are there's a lot of people talking about it now like it is there. Well, I mean, because it's sensationalized, right? No, yeah, and it's, it's, it's in the media right now. I mean, it's lasted over the 24-hour news cycle, mm -hmm. too. So, I mean, and I see videos popping up every day on YouTube about New this thing, particular yeah. subject. Yeah. Um, And sometimes I always, I, I wonder if we're being unfair based on all the different voices that we're hearing talking about one person, because I, I, I think that sometimes um, there are certain things people may do, right. When they want the proximity to power. So when they, they assume somebody has power to get them to realize their dreams, they will put up with a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I'm just wondering, are, are we looking at people who are disgruntled? Or are we looking at people who actually had experiences like the one that I read about? But then you got to do the flip side, though. Why are so many people having the same stories? Because he's a high-profile person. I mean, honestly, there used to be this thing called the casting couch, right? Uh, yeah. This is when young ladies and gentlemen trying to get into uh, the showbiz industry, mm -hmm. they would do certain things, right? And so this is taking it up a notch. 
because I want to say allegedly that's what Bill Cosby was taken down for or Kelly was taken down for. And there were some parents that needed to be held accountable within there too. So I don't know how we got on this tangent, but I'm just saying reading that triggered some things in me because I started to think about the impact that these actions had on this young lady, mm-hmm. you know, at, at 19 years old, right? I'm starting yeah. to think she's not 19 anymore. She's in her thirties at this point, but she's still dealing with the trauma associated to what happened with this person who held a certain amount of power. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the fact she had a contract for 10 records <laughs> I don't know how many she put out. I don't, I only remember one. Um, and I couldn't tell you anything that she sung. All I knew her was for being associated with him. I don't know anything about her music. Me and you? Me and you what? That song that she got? Me and you? Sing it. It's just me and you. Nope. What? Never heard it. You heard it? No. no. Have you heard it? Okay. Oh. Oh. You heard it too? All the ladies heard it. The fellas like, Mm. nope. Yeah, we don't listen to I knew Cassie for her music, not like for her music, like I wasn't a fan or anything, but I just recently found out that her and Diddy had like a past with each other. Because I knew they had gotten back together a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's when I was like, oh, they, okay. But it wasn't until just I'm trying to figure out before. what a 40 year old man is doing with somebody 19. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to understand. And I'm trying to understand from the flip side of that, right? As a 19-year-old girl, what do you want from a 40-year-old man besides money and attention, right? I don't don't think that a lot of times um, young ladies are thinking about what could potentially happen when they engage in certain things that are happening. And that could go for for males too. But specifically for young ladies, I think that it's really, really hard to try to go out and be in this world and you don't know the game yet, but you're trying to play it. I think that's very, very um, triggering for Mm -hmm. me. I just it's triggering. The whole music industry is oh, 100%. The whole thing triggers me. Yeah. Um, and I told y'all about being on the radio and all that stuff. And the things that they thought I would do because they were in the room, the places they thought I would go because they were who they were, it never worked on me. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't trying to be up under nobody just to say I was up under somebody. Right. I wasn't trying to. But there are other young ladies that were mm-hmm. willing yeah. to do that. Yeah. Just wasn't my story. Um, so how would you define trigger in your own words, Jalen? Um, something that makes me remember um a a past that I had or a, like a past memory that I've had that was because you can be triggered for good and bad. Mm-hmm. So, Are you normally triggered for good reasons? I don't know. Um, like for example, if you smell something mm-hmm. and that triggers you to remember something, like um, like say I was in, I was with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And I smelled this, I, I had a smell and it smelled like those um, mother's Laffy Taffy cookies. And for some reason, I was really Laffy. wanting to, no, not Laffy Taffy, Laffy. It was like, no, Taffy cookies. It was Taffy cookies. Okay. Yeah. They were, they <laughs> I'm like, were, Laffy Taffy. No, they were so good. <laughs> I, I used to eat them all the time when I was younger. Uh-huh. They, and then I tried to look them up. They discontinued them. But I was like, that was a triggering, that triggered my memory for gotcha. something good. But uh-huh. then you can always have something that triggers something bad. Like if you see somebody that you had a prior bad experience with and you can trigger and you can be back in that same moment that mm-hmm. you were in yeah. when you seen them. Trigger. What does that mean to you? Um, yeah, like, like what Jalen said, I somewhat agree. But like, I just feel like triggered to me is like, obviously, like, say, for instance, we're talking about something and then like you bring up something that I'm not comfortable with. Or, like, that made me feel a certain way that was more towards a negative connotation. It's, like, that's triggering. Okay. Adrian, trigger in your own words. Um, Kind of what they were saying, too. Just objects, actions, or stuff alike that brings up. You okay? Goodness. Jeez. Go ahead. I'm sorry, love, huh? So, 
Uh, <laughs> my fault, man. Goodness. Triggering. Uh, I think just objects, actions, memories that brings up past transgressions. I don't know. Something like that. Anaya, why do you think it's important to talk about triggers? I would say to heal from them. I know you can't erase every bad memory and you're obviously not going to get rid of every trigger you have. But I feel like at some point everyone should address what has happened to them in the past. They can heal and move forward in some sense. Mm. I like that. I like that. What do you think? Why is it important to you to talk about triggers? You said you like what she said, but yeah. do you have a different answer? Um, Yeah, I have. It's going to be kind of towards that, but veer off a little bit. But I think it's it's important to talk about triggers so that you don't walk around not knowing what triggers you. Mm. Um, because if you walk around not knowing what triggers you, you're going to walk and then you keep running to this trigger that you don't know that you have. You're going to keep asking, like, why do I keep feeling like this? Even though the thing that the reason why you're feeling like this is right in front of you. Mm -hmm. But if you're oblivious to it, that can mean because let's say you're in a situation where you can't act on your trigger, like on what triggers you. Like, let's say something that makes you mad, but you're in a situation where if you get mad, that can be life or death. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you want to be able to notice the things so that you can work on your triggers, like she said. But if you don't know what you, what triggers you, it can cost you in the long run. Have you guys ever sat down and just asked yourself what triggers me? Mm -hmm. Can you give me a couple or? Um, yeah. When people, um, when people are, when I'm talking to somebody mm -hmm. and they're not listening to me, mm. that's a trigger for me. Okay. Um, and then when people are being overly rude. I okay. I think that's a trigger too. Adrian. Uh, I never really thought about it, but when I'm thinking about it now, I think people talk condescending to me. Mm. That triggers. What does that make you want to do? How does that, how do you feel like you need to react in that type of situation? With attitude. Mm -hmm. With attitude. Yeah. And I, you know, you, you ever sat down and asked yourself about things that trigger you? What triggers you? Not really. If you could, if you were to think about one, can you tell me one thing or a couple things that might trigger you? Um, being yelled at. Being yelled at. Because like, mm -hmm. what happens? I'm quick to yell back. I'm like, you're not gonna hear me the louder I get. Okay. Mm -hmm. Keila. That is also one of my triggers. But Yelling. I react differently. Okay. If people yell at me, I like, I get more like sensitive. So like. It's not because I'm sad, like I'm mad, so I cry. Okay. Because it's just like, you're not listening too. So it's mm -hmm. like, you're yelling, but you're not letting me speak. So that's another trigger. Like, you won't let me talk for myself or you're not trying to hear me. Yeah. But I've never sat down and like thought about it. I just kind of know already what mm -hmm. triggers me. But I've never just sat there and just been like, yeah, I like this is what triggers me. Let me ask you guys something. Do you think... When you when you interact with me, can you tell anything that triggers me? Do I walk around like something triggers me, or what do you think? Um, I think if it's a if it's a complaint or some or no, when people are not doing what they're supposed to do, if, if people are not doing what they're supposed to do in your eyes, or like let's just say around here, or even in like in schools, mm -hmm. when people are not doing what they're supposed to do and you keep telling them over and over what they should be doing mm -hmm. that triggers you like going up and seeing you in front of um the board meetings mm -hmm. you're triggered because you keep going there every single time saying over and over again what needs to happen and nothing is changing actually things are getting worse mm -hmm. that's your trigger what would you say that that <laughs> yeah <But laughs> anybody like, have anything different go ahead Ignorant. Yeah, uh -huh. like. uh -huh. Uh -huh. But also, I was going to say, too, I feel like I, I don't want to speak for you either. So this is just a theory, I guess. But like you kind of wear your heart on your sleeve. Mm -hmm. So I think that's another thing, too. Like the fact that you'll literally give you'll literally give your jacket off your back. Mm -hmm. And then it's like people aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. That I think that triggers you. Mm -hmm. uh, I think when you're talking to someone, you can tell you could tell when they're not being real and they're not being honest. Mm -hmm. So I think just by talking to them and seeing their lies it's a trigger <laughs> yeah 
So I, I did some homework this weekend. Um, uh, I sat down and I was trying to think about kind of the things that triggered me. Mm-hmm. And I came up with, with the help of my mom and Brandon, mm-hmm. I came up with 43 things. <laughs> a whole list of 43 yeah. things. What's number one? Was number one? <laughs> um, not getting what I want when I want it. Oh, okay. Because I'll, I'll wait a long time to get it. You know, but when I'm ready to get it, I expect to have it right then. I don't want to wait anymore. Okay. And um, I, I don't know. And then not having enough, right? So I don't know why that's a trigger. Um, I don't know what was happening in my early childhood or whatever. But when I don't have enough, whether that be food, money, whatever, I start like going into panic mode. So that's one of them. And then being lied to. So yeah. I think, I think that you know, yeah. these schools be lying. Yeah, people around here sometimes be lying. <laughs> That's why they're not here no more. <laughs> um, disrespect and lack of consideration. Yeah, is a big one. Yeah. So can you guys think of any more things that trigger you when we're when we're talking about you know because this this is how we do relationships right? Yeah. So all of y'all have been in some type of relationship, whether you're talking about familial relationship, a uh, romantic relationship, what triggers you about your family, your boyfriend, girlfriend, mm-hmm. what triggers you? I think for me lying. Well, I think, yeah, my biggest one is lying um, because it's like, well, especially in a room, let's just talk about in a romantic sense. Right. So in a romantic sense, if I'm telling somebody, I don't know if Dom, I don't know if uh, this comment was put up, but he said my husband must be an ex- extremely patient. <laughs> He's pretty patient, John. He's pretty patient. Go ahead. I'm oh. sorry. For a second, but in a romantic sense, like lying, because like I'm when I'm I love hard, so yeah, I I'm telling the person how I'm feeling all the time. Um, and I can't stand when people do the, oh, I'm fine, but don't tell you if they actually have a problem. Uh, like, okay. I'll be like, I'll be sitting there. What's wrong? I'm oh, fine. fine. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Cause then I'm like, let's just talk about it. Cause you're obviously not fine. Right. Yes. <laughs> and like, you can see it on somebody's face. What is wrong? I'm fine. I'm fine. We'll talk about it later, but I don't want to talk about it later. So is that in a romantic relationship or a family That's, relationship? Well, that, that part is any relationship. I cannot stand when people do that. I'm fine. Because I'm like, if we're going to, why not talk about it right now? So, because then once I get into a place where I'm all fun and games, then you're still going to be bringing that up again. Now I'm back to where we were just now. You know, like you're going to bring me back down to where you were at, but I'm just chilling. Like we chilling, we up. Because you said you was fine. And so if you're going (laughs) to say if you're fine, then then we chilling. Now, I don't like how you did but why didn't we bring that up then? Now I'm all good now. Was maybe they weren't ready to talk at that moment. I get that, but it triggers me. It triggers me though. I mean, because I, I don't I don't want to speak for all ladies, but I know when I don't want to talk, I'm I'm fine. And it's like, oh, you're not fine. Oh, right now I'm fine. This is as fine as I'm gonna get, right? And so a lot of times, yeah. maybe they don't know how to express exactly the way that they're feeling in that moment Mm -hmm. but so the easiest thing to try to divert is to say that i'm fine okay right no i feel like i i feel like come on Uh, because 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 i'm very big on communication Uh so like if you say so kind of like what you were saying like i'm fine and like you know you can't probably talk about how you're feeling why can't you just say, I don't know how to put this into words right now, so can we talk about it? Because that's too long. But, like... That's I'm too saying, long. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. That pisses me off, though. Yeah. Because it's just, like... So that's yeah. a trigger. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely a trigger. Because it's yeah. like, okay, you're not fine. Or, like, you know, like, oh. Because I'm very bad on communication. So if, I, if I'm if i not fine, I'm literally going to say what I just said. Like, oh, I can't form the words right now. Mm-hmm. And then if you try to force me, it's like, okay, well, clearly... But I- is that maturity, though? Maybe. I would say so. Yeah, because sometimes you want the quick answer just so people will get away from you. You're not thinking of a whole, how do I put this into words? I don't have the words. No, you're not thinking about that. You think I'm fine. And if you don't move, I'm about to hit you type of thing. That's me. I don't know. Um, But sometimes in the heat of emotions, Mm -hmm. 
there's not a whole lot of you want to talk about in that moment. You just want to take some time. And and maybe another way to say that is I just need some time. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay but sometimes when people are mad, they're not thinking about that. Yeah. And this is why we're talking about mindfulness, Absolutely. you know, um, just for those who just joined us, we are in our sixth part of our mindfulness series. We are talking about triggers. Um, Anaya, how do you think the challenges of being a youth today contribute to triggering situations? Yeah, that's a question. Um, you, you want to phone a friend? Jalen? <laughs> yeah. How do you think the challenges of being a youth, and y'all are all youth, <laughs> today contribute to triggering situations? Um, I think for me, just being yeah. able just being able to see everything, literally everything online. Like mm. you can see everything online. Anything that you want to think of, you can see online. Yeah. So you can see, and that's what comes down to the desensitization. Because we talk about a lot that we're desensitized to a lot of mm-hmm. things on on the show, um, and I think that plays a big part in it because you you see everything online. Um, you can see people dying. You can see girls. You can see God. You can see everything. It's like where is and you only see the bad things on social media. They don't push the good things on social media at all. Mm-hmm. So we're so used to seeing what is what's going on that's bad in the world or what's wrong with what we have or what other people have. So that triggers us to be like, okay, if I don't have this, then something must be wrong. Mm. If I'm not doing this, then something must be wrong with me or they are just better than me. Cause I've had to, I've had to tell myself, Hey, nobody's better than anybody Mm -hmm. because you get in that mindset of, Oh, they're where I want to be. then they must be better than me at some time at some, at some things which may be true, but nobody's better than anybody like person wise because mm-hmm. we're all in the same, we're all in the same playing field. We're all human. We all believe the same. We're all going to have to die. You know, I don't know if we all believe the same, but I understand what you're trying to say. Bleed. bleed. Oh, bleed. Yeah, I thought bleed. you said believe. No, bleed, bleed. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. No, yeah. Gotcha. We all bleed. And yeah. So like nobody's above anybody. So that's the trigger. The triggering thing is just being able to see everything. Or comparing yourself? Yeah, comparing yourself, being it, yeah. Okay. Adrian, I saw you nodding your head. You was agreeing, I, I think. Yeah. Uh, I just think we're exposed to uh, different things that your generation was. Um, meaning was or wasn't? Wasn't, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Meaning, um, like Jalen said, we can go online, see somebody die. Um, we can go online. We'll see skits about pretty much anything. We'll see public pranks. Um, I think the it's way easier for you to get triggered without leaving your home um, mm-hmm. than it was. That's good, right that was, there. That was hard. That was hard. Keila, that's a domer. Keila, too busy worrying about. I'm, I'm listening to everybody here on That was a good domer. Um, I'm gonna pass it back to Anaya. Oh, okay, so <laughs> I agree corner? with what everyone said, oh. and I would like to add that, yeah, I think being in this generation, we're exposed to more, so there's more room for us to have more triggers. Mm. So, in thinking about that, can you share a personal experience when you encountered a trigger and how it affected your mental health? Can you say that again? Mm-hmm. I don't know why y'all can't hear the first time. Because uh, I'm processing. Can you share a personal experience when you encountered a trigger and how it affected your mental health? Okay. Um, one of mine is feeling like I have to depend on people. Okay. Um, and like being let down. Okay. Um, so I will say that impacted, I guess, not, yeah, it impacted my mental health because it like made me upset. Uh-huh. But I'll say it also motivated me to, for example, get my license. Like I need to hurry up and get my car so I don't have to wait on anybody. Uh-huh. So I can get myself to point A to point B without having to rely on people and then potentially getting let down and then being upset. Okay. Gotcha. Are y'all still thinking? Yeah, because that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough one. That's a tough one? Yeah. Adrian, want to go? 
I, I <laughs> y'all so crazy. So I'm thinking, you know, in terms of, you know, I really one of another trigger of mine is injustice that people face, right? And so I can remember sitting on um, social media, of course, I'm scrolling like everybody else does, right? And I don't know, I think I came across the Elijah McClain situation, um, the young man who um, was, I, I think they shot him up with tranquilizer, the people that came, the emergency services, because he was apprehended walking home, right? Oh, uh, yeah. And I just remember sitting there, and I'm like, why can't people just walk home and be left alone? Why does it have to continually be? Because that situation then triggered the Trayvon Martin situation, then triggered, you know, um, the countless other ones. <laughs> I don't even know. There's so many to name, but it makes you go back to all the other things. And I'm just wondering, why can't people be left alone? And I remember sitting in my room and I just had the lights off and I'm just staring at the wall. Like, why am I staring at the wall? Because sometimes it's too much, right? And then I always think about, okay, well, how can I show up for the black boys in our community um, when these type of things happen? Because if I'm seeing it, I know everybody else is seeing it. So what responsibility do I, do I have as, as an adult in this community who gives a damn? What responsibility do I have? So I go through this whole list of things that I'm, okay, I can do this, I can do this, and I can do this. But the thing is, I'm only one person, right? And I will do everything I can, but it's going to take all of us, right? Mm -hmm. And so I just, I think about those things, and I think about being triggered, and then I'm like, if I process it this way, how are y'all processing it? Because mm -hmm. he's closer to y'all's age than mine, right? And so I always think about everybody else and how are they getting through you know this same with George Floyd right I saw so many men crying that was crazy you know and we were online I would say the majority of the day just holding groups and listening to multiple people process what it is that they're seeing and you know what triggers me the most about that is you will see these different incidents happening these injustices happening and you will go to Facebook, and because I'm on Facebook, I know the old people Instagram, I get it. Um, but under the comment section, you will see all these laughing emojis, uh -huh. um, these laughing reactions. Uh -huh. And I'm trying to figure out who raised them. Or trying to justify it. Yeah. That's yeah. the worst. Oh, my God. And it's just like those things trigger the hell out of me. <laughs> because yeah. it's like, what is funny about this? Yeah. What's funny? Yeah, I understand that for sure. And I mean, how do we expect children to see the same thing we're seeing as adults and expect them to be okay going to school and listening to whoever, whatever, however, right? It's just impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. They're not going to concentrate because they're thinking about what happened to so-and-so. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it's a running list of names at this point. Yeah. So... I, while you were talking, I think I thought of mine. Um, mine is when I feel like I'm too much in social media. I think that's the trigger for me. Too much into it? Yeah, like if I'm on it for uh, a long time. Uh -huh. um, because then I feel like I'm not... Because uh, I talked about it last week. I feel like I just don't... Um, I start to compare myself. Then I start to think about like the people I have in my life. And I'm like... Oh. Then I start to be like, oh, well... There are certain people that I feel like I'm on the um, the end of my, our relationship that I'm the only one that calls. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like if I don't talk, if I don't reach out to certain people, people won't, uh, we won't talk for a long time. So then I have to detach myself from all of that. Then I have to sit down and just really just be in my thoughts and just be like, you know what? That's just how certain people are. Mm -hmm. um, and got to give them grace because when I'm in that, too much in the social media mode because then I'm thinking about everything that everybody has and I'm like, okay, what do I have? And I'm not looking at what I have and appreciating it. I'm looking at what other people have and it'd be like, I want that. Mm. You know what that's called? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> How do you navigate and cope with triggering situations? And this ain't a conversation between me and Jalen. Stop looking at me and talk. <laughs> so, so I would say 
I let myself feel my feelings. Okay. Because I feel like if I ignore it, it'll just come back in a worse form later. Uh-huh. So feel how I feel, but don't let it consume me. Then I think about it, talk to myself about it. I'm like, okay. Yeah, so just feel how I feel. Talk about it. Talk through it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do is that um, I journal every day. Journal. Okay. So um, I have this specific journal. It kind of like asks you questions and like it recaps the week. So it's just kind of like, oh, I really focus on what to improve on. Or like, you know, if something did bother me, I look back on it and then I report back to myself the next week. Okay. Adrian, how do you cope with triggering situations? Um, I guess for now, I usually just ignore it. Oh, you ignore it. Okay. Yeah. How often do you get triggered? Um, not a lot. Okay. Um, Lately, I've been getting triggered by, I was thinking about your question earlier. Lately, I've been getting triggered by like slave movies and uh, segregation movies, racist movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been getting me mad, so I've had to take a break from those. <laughs> so, so you were sitting at home watching them, and you yeah. had, you had to take a break. Like from I was binging. I was I watched Django. I watched Roots, uh, oh. Malcolm X. All in all, one out of the- <laughs> not all at one time. It was <laughs> oh like within, within a month. Okay, that's a like, lot. I found myself actually getting mad. I'm like, I gotta remember this is a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he was been a fire on Leonardo. <laughs> when you see him, he was like, "It's up for Leonardo." When I see you, so you just turned it off. Yeah, but so I'm one of these great people, right? I'll I'll look at something, but I'll dream about it. So do do you are you able to just look at it and it just be that just something you looked at, or is it something that continues to hold on? Your psyche continues to hold on to. No, I'm usually able to. Just- uh, get it out of my mind because I'll turn on like Bob's Burgers or something. Or watching that. I ch- <laughs> he said Bob's Burgers. Okay. <laughs> Am I the only one that watches something and I end up dreaming about it? No, I I am the same way. I like the I, same way. it just doesn't even it matter. It does not go away. You know, I won't even I mean, be thinking about it and it just randomly pops up. I don't think I don't remember a lot of my dreams though. That's the thing. You don't. Mm-mm. Like I really don't. No, I be having deja vu in my dreams. Hmm. Or that like, happened to me one time. I thought I was like, no, I didn't bro, know if I was alive. It happens to me all the time. And then sometimes, like, I be like, no, I don't want to say that. But okay. So, dude, it's a podcast, dude. Come on. I'm just saying, okay. So, like, sometimes, not like I can see the future or something, but like, I'll, that's a raven. Okay. So, like, yeah, sometimes I'll, like, say, for instance, I, I get deja vu all the time and it scares me because I'm just like, like not like say for you for example i'll see like oh you came back in the office in my dream literally three days later you're in the office like that is no, crazy that has happened to me too I no and <laughs> and like what no, is wrong like, with both of you no because no <laughs> no, no i'm talking about oh, okay i was like no oh, yeah, but no i'm saying though like that like that really i have the same thing and i used to tell my mom all the time and then it was crazy because it is so crazy that we're talking about this so three weeks ago I told my mom something that happened in my dream. She said that happened to me four days ago. And it was like about her. Wow. And I was like, are right? you serious? Like, that's so crazy. But like, keep in mind, I wasn't even going to tell her. But I was like, you know, I just went to my mom's house one day. I was randomly just talking to her about it. She's like, oh, that's funny. Because that happened to me four days ago. Like, just, ha, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, but like, that happens to me like all the time. Wow. That's a Raven's calling you. And that's a Raven can be calling both of y'all are crazy yeah. i don't know but deja vu is a real thing yeah uh, i get them but i'd like, be like i just literally i saw this already like, <laughs> and it happens multiple times like multiple times is it certain things do you think it's certain things that triggers in that moment or i don't know like it can literally be so simple like i have deja vu all the time where like we're all talking about something and then i'm like bro we talked about this and like we never talked about it before and it would be like the same conversation, like going, and it's crazy. Why are y'all looking around like she wasn't talking to you? I was talking about <laughs> to y'all actually, but but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I don't tell people that because it's like you're crazy. But it's I don't like, think you're crazy. But no, but that's what I'm saying though. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, but it's just weird because it's just like, oh, like why does that happen to me? But it happens to you. 
And me too. And you. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. Do you guys ever in, so certain things trigger uh, memories from dreams for me. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, I can, I was literally dreaming the other day. And so in my dreams, I start to focus on little details. Right. Just so I can (laughs) recall. (laughs) This guy. You see what I'm talking. Both this, of them are weird. This is, I don't I'm, understand. This is my everyday life. <laughs> this is my. What's everyday, wrong with they're them? Literally, they're literally, they're literally laugh at everything. They're so weird. Anyway, how do y'all balance school, social life, and self care, and manage potential triggers? How do you, all the responsibilities that you have, how do you manage the things that trigger you within the scope of all of that? This is a podcast. Let's go. Back. Well, for me, you know, I'm living on campus, so it was hard for me to um, separate social from academic life. But like all my classes in at five, so academics are done at five o'clock. Five o'clock. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. I'm late class, not But I'm done at five, so I'm like, I'm done with school. Now mm-hmm. it's me time. Okay. Yeah. So you have a certain block in the day where you focus on what you have to focus on, and then you take the rest of the time. Whoop. You take the rest of the time to kind of focus on what you need. Now you're dealing with homesickness and all that on top of that, right? So do certain things trigger you to like that make you say, I want to go home or like what? When my friends hang out together, I'd be so sad. Uh, When your friends at home hang out together? I'm like, I could be there with y'all, but I'm not. I get that that one. But you have new friends, right? But it's, it's different. different. I, just have, I just have deeper connections with people here. Love uh, my friends out there, though. They're so great. But <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah, I feel it. I, I understand that it. one. For me, um, to answer your question, is... Uh, is he not out there putting up comments? Because I'm trying to figure oh, out what is happening oh, right now. Go ahead. Uh, but um, I need to... For me, I need to think, take it one step at a time. Because if I focus on everything that I need to do, I get overwhelmed and I don't end up doing anything. Okay. So I need to make sure that um, I start on something and at least get a, a, a chunk of it done um, and then move on to something else before I, because like, even when I try to do my homework, if I have multiple homework assignments, I'm that person who will flip from one homework assignment, do some, and then I'll get randomly inspired to do something else. So then I'll go flip to my math and I'll do my, some math homework. Then I'll come back and do some ast- astronomy homework. Like I'm, I'm one of those. I, I have to bounce around the things. Mm. So, so where does self care come in? You have to make sure that, well, for me, for you, for yes. me, yeah, for me, yeah. Um, I take it one step at a time. I just focus on one thing because if I focus on everything, well, I heard you mention all your school subjects. Yeah, but I'm talking about. How do you take care of you? Not your schoolwork. Oh. You. Well, that's, yeah. But, like, no, I'm saying, like, just without schoolwork, like, I will have a lot, like, think about schoolwork, home life, and personal life. Mm-hmm. I have to focus on one at a time. I can't focus on all four at one time because then I won't focus on any of them. Gotcha. Adrian? Um, I think about, like, all of it, I talk to myself a lot, so I'll talk out what I have to do. Um, and if I'm and deja vu is crazy. Go ahead. Yeah, that was okay. a little crazy. Only children like talk to themselves. <laughs> okay, yeah. Nothing new. <laughs> he, he just said he talked like to himself. Do <laughs> I don't okay, know. Anyway, anyway. Oh, okay. Okay. With the supernatural stuff, we can get. Okay. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. That was. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. Thank you. Yeah, was, yeah. On that. Go ahead. Um. <laughs> so you were talking to yourself, and you was I map things out. Okay. And then if I find myself getting too stressed about it, I move on, and I do something else. So is that balance or putting things to the side? That's procrastination. Procrastination. Well, I'm not in school now. <laughs> yeah, free school. Uh, okay. Sheesh. Um. So me. <laughs> um. I can't find a balance i when something frustrates me i'm like you i get rid of it mm. and that's really bad because same thing as you so um yeah i'm very bad what do and you I, mean in terms of when something frustrates you you get rid of it okay so like 
Okay, I'm gonna just expose myself. But okay, okay, because I really want to know because no. you told me you were really big on communication. No, yeah. Okay. So, so if I get frustrated, like say for instance with school, right? Mm -hmm. If I can't get something, I literally will just stop taking the class because oh. it 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 boils me. Like if I can't figure it out or mm -hmm. like if I'm getting this extra help and nothing's working, it's like I'm just done. So it's like. I'm procrastinating in that sense, but at the same time, it's like, okay, well, you're going to have to take this class eventually. So yeah. why are you just not trying to ride it out? So is it that the class is hard? Is it that you don't understand? Is the teacher not explaining it correctly? What, like, what do you think the, the block is? Is it an outside force? Like, what do you think? I, I really don't know. And mm -hmm. I need to figure that out. Because sometimes it could literally just be everything or it could be one little thing and I get mm -hmm. pushed off. Because like I said, if I literally get mad. I'll like stop. And sometimes I'll go back to it. Sometimes I won't. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like I don't really have a good balance. So that's why when I've been journaling and stuff, I'm trying to figure that pattern out. Mm -hmm. Because obviously if I recap on the week, I'm like, oh, okay, this, this made me mad or like, oh, this upset me. So it's like, okay, try to get stuff out that is frustrating me. And then the more positive things, put that into my life more. But self-care wise, um, I feel like I definitely do my self-care stuff because I journal. Mm -hmm. I do face masks like three times a week. Oh. It's kind of like my me time. Mm -hmm. And I have an hour for myself at least three times a week. Okay. But sometimes there isn't enough time in the day. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't balance. I'm one thing at a time. Mm -hmm. And I'm all in over here. And I ain't in over there at all. And I don't know why I do that. Um, and I'm kind of almost like you in terms of, you know, I could work on something for work. I could work on something that needs to get done at the house. But when you start talking about what do you do for self-care, I do nothing. <laughs> I might go get my nails done every other week or no, two every two or three weeks. I might do that. Um, I might go get my hair done uh, once or once a month or once every other month or something like that but when you're talking about really stopping and figuring out what I need as a person to be able to get through the week uh -uh, I don't do it at all and I'm learning that I better figure something out get you um, a dog I don't my husband said no oh I'm telling you, that's what helped me. That's he said because it's gonna become his that's dog, helped, and he is right because I don't do that. That helped me a lot, like just being able to just go cuddle with my dog. You know, that's a big old dog, though. He is. He a baby. He a big baby. Oh lord. Mm -mm. Yeah. So I, I had a there. dog. She passed, but um, when I went to, so I had a um, what is it? A panic attack at work when mm -hmm. I worked at the Capitol. They took me out by ambulance, right? And I was off of work for six to twelve something like that and I went and got a dog and she was the sweetest little doggy cute little Pomeranian Ooh, um, yeah. and that helped a lot however um, that was only in that season right and so now I can't just go keep running to the SPCA to go get a dog I better figure some stuff out yeah that's true no, that's <laughs> you true. know what I mean yeah. um, because it's, it's like I'm so um, used to taking care of everybody else that I don't know how to take care of me. Yeah. And that's that's the horrible thing about um being in a service kind of a service uh industry. Yeah. You can assess what everybody else needs, but when it comes to you and you thinking about what you need, it doesn't come that easy cuz I not. think if I focus on me, I'm being selfish. Yeah. And so I haven't been able to negotiate that with myself very well. So, that's I think, yeah, <laughs> that's a thing. I find myself in times thinking like that. You know, I, I like to, I like to ask everybody else how they're doing. Yeah, like, how are you doing? But when it comes to me, oh, I'm cool. I'm, I'm just chilling. You know, lifing. That's all. That's those would be my answers. I don't really go in depth, but I like for other people to go in depth just so I can. Your Lafayette homie said, "What's up, fam?" Oh my uh, God, Ryan! Ah uh, <laughs> man, ain't that the dude who who was the coach and switched up on us? <laughs> Oh man. Ooh, oh, that's that you just yeah. triggered him, Brian. That's, that's Brian the Barber. Yeah. That's oh. him. Mm -hmm. 
Funny. He was getting free. He was, <laughs> I was just like, I was like, wait, who was getting yeah, free cuts? Oh, man. He was, uh, he was our coach. And then you said, and nah, he said, nah, y'all suck. And then he, <laughs> nah, he kept going with us. <laughs> he ain't about that Cali life. He said, nah, I got to go to the winners. That's a real Louisiana. Nah, man. He over there, he switched the passer team. <laughs> Look at him. Who won? They won off a technique. We ain't talking. We ain't nah, really nah, talking nah, nah, nah. We nah, just nah, triggered him. Hold on. We talk about that because there's no reason. That we was going to... What laughing? Nah, because there was no way that they was going to let Cali people go in there and beat the pastor at his own court. We were already at Here we go. <laughs> I mean, they, they, didn't have, they, the didn't, they didn't have nothing to do with, with, with the air ball, sir. They did. They, they had a drone Did they move there. it? The drone was messing with my depth perception. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what about your other two members? What was my... I cannot. They were shooting. You were shooting and what was happening? <laughs> the depth perception. I told you. I think wait, Adrian wait. made no, more no, shots no. than you. Adrian didn't shoot. Wait, but we gonna we gonna put it Adrian's on record. Adrian's like no. We gonna put it on record. I well, did get my eyes checked. <laughs> listen, listen. We will listen. Not see you guys next week. No, <laughs> if y'all want to look it up, I got keratoconus. So basically, my Ooh. my uh my cornea your, is warped. Your cousin. I can't. That's your cousin. I got a warped right cornea, so my depth perception is all off. I'm telling you, that's what happened. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Okay, Jalen. That's your story. Yeah, listen. I'm about to get special contacts, so I can. I'm back. Okay. I'm telling. Oh Lord. All right. Okay. Just pray for him. Just pray. Is that enough? I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to uh, <laughs> Philadelphia Christian Church. We had a, a ball and we look yeah. forward to coming back uh, in April. Yeah. They're going to they gonna practice this team. time, though. I'm not playing. I'll play. Keela said, get no, a girls team, Bryant. Um, she wants she to do play. volleyball. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's do volleyball. Look, Layla with me. Come on. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, we'll oh, we'll suggest it. I can catch and throw. What's up? Oh yeah, she do got arm. She do guys. She she actually can't catch. Fruit? She was catch. She actually can't catch. She was at the uh at the family fun day. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Not too much. My fault. Because well, he, he said actually, why can't I just why can't I just know how to catch? Because there's some people in this room who can't catch. Like, like who? Call them out. Ted. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's wrong. <laughs> we got the film. He was <laughs> it was right. bad. Oh the, my hey, the film. He what film? We they was running routes. He was doing him crazy. <laughs> Adrian was doing him crazy. You see, he said it'll be better next time. Bet. I better not bring that drone. I'm telling you. Girls, your death session finna be off. Nah, because then it was the wind, you know. Boy, who was in a court? I cannot. You, I can't. But, I can't. But I'm like, done with these excuses. But we can't you know do it. How to, you know how the rotors, you know, the they rotors. generate wind. It's a drone. It flies. So Jalen. Jalen. <laughs> Y'all tripping, man. Jalen. Oh, we're tripping? Yeah, go out there and play in the conditions. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> so listen, <laughs> I think we have, we have, we have used up our time. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm, you know, uh, this was <laughs> part six of our mindfulness series on triggers. <laughs> if there was one, live. stop it. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing you want people to take away from this episode, what would it be, Adrian? Uh, Self care. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you put me on the spot, Keila. Um, I recommend journaling. Okay, because I think cope. it's really. Good. Even if you aren't a writer, who's going to read it other than you? True, true. So, I mean, just reflect on yourself and reflect on your life. Anaya. Put yourself first. When Put needed. yourself first when needed. Jalen? Identify your triggers. Oh, yes. Please identify your triggers so you're not walking around like a walking landmine, please. Mm-hmm. Um, because although I have 43 identifiable triggers, I do not walk around like I have 43 identifiable mm-hmm. triggers, right? Yep. Um, and so you have to know what they are in order to kind of build some resistance, not really resistance, um, but I can't think of a different word right now, but to build up your awareness of that yeah. and how you're going to respond should you be triggered and you're not in a place where you can really act out. Absolutely. So you have to be able to kind of negotiate that. Um, and then what other one would I say? 
Huh. I think that's it. I think that's that's Would the one. Would you think it'd be beneficial to communicate your triggers too? I think so. I think so. Because honestly, um, there are some triggers that I was able to identify by asking other yeah. people mm-hmm. around me. Because they know when your attitude changes and there's yeah. a shift in the environment. Yep. And so really talking about those and being able to get some opinions mm-hmm. about yourself. Because there's some things we don't see in ourselves, right? Yeah. Like our our our, our mirror is a little off sometimes. We got a, we got a smudge or two on there. And so it's important for us to kind of ask other people, what yeah. do you think triggers me? And be okay when they give you an answer and don't be triggered by the answer that they give you and yeah. you be all mad at them. Yeah. Now they're going to be like, look, right. now they're going to be like, add that to the list. Oh, that is so Brandon. <laughs> he was like 44. <laughs> add that to the list. There like, you go. Don't you even. Anyway, so that is it for us today, you guys. Thank you so much for riding with us. We are Black versus the Board of Education next week. Please feel free to join us. We will have council member Mai Vang in the building with Youth Commissioner Kamora Morley. And they're talking about an initiative that is going to be taken up before the city council that would remove a youth position um, that was created and it was history making in the city of Sacramento. Did say that. So... Y'all be here, be ready to have that conversation and to ask the questions that you don't know the answers to uh, and even ask questions you do know the answers to because the more that we're together and we can learn from it, uh, the better off we'll be. So join us next week right here on Facebook and YouTube, uh, 4.30 PST. And with that, we're going to hit you with the peace and we'll see you next week. Peace. Bye, beautiful time.